0: All fins and jags. What a drag!
1: Welcome, football fans, to episode 25 of the Surf and Artificial Turf podcast. I'm Baxter Hill. This is my co host, Casey Thompson. Casey, and I mean this for real this time because I honestly don't know. How was your week, buddy?
0: Oh, you know, <laughs> it was, I'm just thankful to make it through. You know, it's just like, <laughs> we, oh, uh, goodness. I braved the storm, you know, I, I, I toughed it out mm-hmm. and, uh, four weeks till Christmas. I have to do it again. <laughs> oh, yikes. What about you, buddy? I, you know,
1: I, Traveled to Orlando and back yesterday and then had a second Thanksgiving today. That was pretty sweet. But, you know, it was fine. A great time. Got to spend with my kid. Got to spend with my wife. My family's uh, allowed. And, yeah, go figure, right? And, no, no. <laughs> and they also like to carry on multiple conversations. So, I had a little bit of a headache yesterday, but I persevered home pop some pop some advil and it was right as rain let's listen because it's a holiday let's get in and let's get out of this one casey let's let's do this holiday truncated special you know no need to belabor it my dog's very mad no need to belabor it no need to talk about any exercising that I didn't do. But Casey, what are you what are you drink eating? He's eating apple pie right now for, oh, for hey, everybody you, at home you, right you now. Scarfing down apple some apple pie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to. It's Thanksgiving week. You gotta have apple pie in front of your face at all times. Um and I'm drinking Leads to Paradise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um it is a hazy IPA. Okay got a bunch of beers because um, my brother was up here. So he went to the old sure. Total Wine and got like four of those mix and match packs. So I have mm-hmm. so many leftover beers because we didn't drink. Nice, any nice, nice. Of there you go. Because we also got like a bunch of six packs and things like that. But it's good. That I, it yeah, I finished my apple pie first. But <laughs> what, 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 what's up?
1: A little beer roulette. Yeah. Just stick your hand in the fridge and just grab whatever you get. Kind
0: of, but then we would pour half in a glass so that we could both try it type of thing. And oh, so we gosh. were like flying through beers because it's like we we're both drinking half a beer, which uh-huh. is not a lot, it's only six ounces, you know? Yeah. So you're just like, yeah. we're down them left and right, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. It's
1: like basically a shot. Yeah. Six ounce shot, you know? Uh, I'm drinking a, a Mango Bubbly. That's what I'm drinking. Got nice, very nice <laughs> Alright. Let's get it let's get into these recaps, Casey. The Dolphins are going streaking, baby. Dolphins 24. Jets 17. Casey. What do you gotta say, man? Another
0: dub. We are going streaking. You know, I how about this? If if we win the rest of the games <laughs> into the playoffs, I will legit go streaking. Jess will okay. be my witness and I will run outside naked
1: can we can we videotape it and, and put it up somewhere
0: um yeah for the, well, for the tens of fans that would want to watch we, that we can um I do think that I probably legal? blur myself out yeah probably I don't, I don't think it would work otherwise but um sure I'll wrap some Christmas lights around me and oh go. there you go a little tinsel <laughs> or your the mistletoe toe. there you go a little bow um <laughs> Uh, I feel like this no, is a pretty safe bet, though, for you. Yeah, has
1: <laughs> how's, how's a low percentage chance of it happening. We, um,
0: we, we also have to make the playoffs for that bet to be true. Because I'd, I'd hate right. to win out and then we don't make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm still like sadly streaking outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, that slow walking
1: guy meme, yeah, but you're just yeah. naked.
0: <laughs> we are a team that, you know, I look, the Jets are nothing to laugh at. The Bengals and the Titans went in there and lost, right? So you can't just say, look, this should be an easy win. The Patriots just blew them out and they're playing Joe Flacco, blah blah, but they're playing Joe Flacco. I I do think that there's points really the first three quarters where I'm like, are we about a bottom five team? You know? And then is this You know, some of the frustrating things that we kind of saw all year. Uh our defense. I well, our defense was fine except for Elijah Moore, who is phenomenal. i I he's a good play. That guy is. He's he's here to stay. The Moore brothers, not really brothers, but Rondale Moore and Elijah Moore Mm -hmm. rookies. Those rookies are I mean, those are some solid second tier wide receivers. I mean, this if you look back this year, I mean we're we're it's a stacked group of wide receivers that are coming out of this draft. You know what I mean? Um, and we're only, you know, Eleven games in from, so, from
1: last year. Is that
0: what you're saying? Yeah. The, the like the, the rookie, the rookie mm-hmm. class of wide receivers is phenomenal. Um. So, I think that you know, besides him, I think that we did pretty well uh, on defense. I, I I hoped for seeing more blitz. I feel like we were kind of shying away from the blitzing, uh, from the cover zero, from that type of stuff, but you know, our, our defensive package work, right. We, we limited them to, um, how many points did they score? I don't even remember off the top of my head. You just 17. 17. Yeah. Um, right. But that was like one garbage time field goal and also a touchdown off a turnover. And mm-hmm. then it was Elijah Moore like a 70 yard slant route that Byron Jones just got smoked on. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think that, well, it's actually a post, but I, I think that, um, the defense is it's it's fine, you know. You can't you can't blame them for anything. Uh they also had a red zone turnover or near the red zone turnover when Brandon Jones just walloped Joe Flacco into a fumble. Yeah. Oh, actually it was a fumble slash interception, if you would. Um and then it was a a comical return, but uh, luckily we maintained possession there. And on the on the other side of the ball, look, our offense um, still has issues, but I just I mean, I don't know. I think two has got it. I he's he's making plays where you have to imagine him behind a good line, and I think he's a phenomenal quarterback. It's just the problem is we're behind the worst offensive line potentially of all time. And are you all right over there? I'm it, I'm dying with the hair right now. <laughs> Slap some more gel on that hair, Baxter, because that shit is bothering you. <laughs> Use the headphones. Just slide it back. I, that's what on. I just did. God damn it! I'm uh, dying over here. The hair's <laughs> killing me. Uh. Anyway, our offense. You know, I I think would just he still has a hurt finger and he's he's throwing 65 yard touchdowns and it's just mm-hmm. like <laughs> his ribs probably
1: still aren't perfect either. Sure,
0: whatever. And he's still <laughs> throwing deep bombs. It's just like God damn it, dude. And, and some of the, not just that there are some just some balls zip out of his hands and yeah. I, I think that. It's frustrating to um, not see him behind a better offensive line. But I, I like what I see. And I don't, at this point, he has, the, the only thing I fault with him is injury history. And he's had some injury issues. Um, you know, who knows? If he if he plays the rest of the season, I think we're good to go. If he gets injured again, you know, that's the, that's the problem, right? And, you know, would he get injured as often if we had a better offensive line? Of course not. So it's it's frustrating because is he injury prone or is he getting hit so much that it's really just an average amount of injuries that kind of multiply because he gets hit so much. But um, anyway, I, I like what I see from Tua. I hate what I see from offensive line. I like our skill position players on offense, and I like our defense still. So.
1: Yeah, I sent you two rapid fire texts today when I was watching when I was watching the game. Is that okay? Are you freaking out over there? Am I too loud?
0: I thought I thought you were gonna say you sent two rapid fire texts just now, but then you no. That to team. you during the game, uh, about... I should have put myself on mute for that one. My bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice about two passes in rapid succession from Tua. The the one that was ended up being called back. The throw to Albert Wilson followed up by the the Mac Collins throw. I just like, dude's got a good arm. And
0: oh, yeah, also fuck the refs for all those off the pass interference calls. Like some yeah, of them, they weren't even close to the ball, yeah. and some of them I wouldn't even call off the pass interference. Like the defender, I don't know that 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 shit's so iffy to me. I still don't really understand it. Sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't in terms of that type of yeah. screen. Screening of the defensive player. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like it's inconsistent as hell. Yeah. Some the, games are like, I'm the call Wilson. It. One was not offensive pass interference. The dude no. was twenty yards down the field compared to the offensive player had offensive in pass interference that would have been a screen or whatever they call it. Or yeah, pick. So anyway, that's yeah, it.
1: I, I just think as we've kind of been talking about, it's the hike to pass, man. Like, two has just got to get rid of the ball so fast most of the time. So you don't get to see that, that downfield attack that you want to see because just it doesn't have enough time to develop. But when he does get the chance, at least in this game, he, he took the opportunity to do it. And I, I agree with everything else you said. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to add, aesthetics-wise, 19 might be the worst number I've ever seen a quarterback wear. It's terrible.
0: Oh, sure, sure, yeah, 19-
1: Joe Flacco was wearing 19. That's that's
0: bad. That's terrible. What did he wear in Baltimore? I don't know. Eight? I don't remember. Five. Anyway, sorry. I think five. <laughs> huh. Um, but yeah, 19, 19 is terrible. bad. Might as well be like 21. Quarterback. Do quarterbacks have a number limit.
1: Yeah, I think it's one through one through 19 these days. Okay. But it was a bad number. But yeah, I don't I don't have much else to say about it. I think that you pretty much covered it all. Enjoyed to see Tua getting the ball to wide receivers. Wished we could see a little bit more of a run game. I wish that the offensive line could either block well for a run game or block well for a pass game. Unfortunately they, they don't do either of them particularly well, which is yeah, which is
0: an issue for your your offense being able to get anything going. But it's going to see it. be concerning next week against the Panthers, which we'll get to in a second. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that... Uh, look, you just at this point, I'm just looking for wins. I'm not looking to blow out everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's nice to see us kind of start getting some wins after a, a, a terrible start. Um, but this is just kind of classic Flores. But, you know, you, you go in, into New York and you win. You got to be happy. Yep.
1: All right. Jaguars. Shockingly. Falls to the 49ers, 30 to 10. It was um, a rough game from the beginning. It uh, started with a 20-play drive. Ooh. That was, took up about over 13 minutes of game time, but they managed to hold them to a field goal on that well, they drive. they
0: managed to hold them a field goal because Jimmy G missed a wide open. Yeah, I think it was, I don't know if it was Kyle do or I don't, I'm not quite sure who it was, or it might have been Wilson. And then they kicked the field goal, and I was just like, my guys, the Jacks have no offense. Yeah. Like, why you are you doing roll this? Go on fourth down and put them on the one yard line because yeah. they're gonna just be going to give you the, the ball back. Yeah. I got, I was kind of frustrated. So they, so
1: they kick the ball, they kick the ball away. Jacks get the ball. The only thing that you cannot do in this situation after your defense has been out there for 13 minutes of time is go three and out. But hey, so, guess what? That's what we did. Gave them the ball back, let them score a touchdown. Now we gotta we gotta get an extended drive here, Casey. We can't we can't get our defense back out on the field. No, well one, one play. One play fumble. Yeah. Give them the yeah. ball back on your side of the field. You hate to see it. Gabe 17, 0, and the first half is effectively over at this point. It, it's I don't even know. Like it this is like it's so hard for me with this game, also because it was so long ago. But it's so hard. I don't know if it's it does there's literally seem like a lifetime
0: ago. Yeah, uh, recording on Friday is terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, it's it's like at that point when you're down seventeen nothing and you've seen the ball for one minute in in almost two quarters. Like what? Like wh- there's nothing to evaluate. Nothing.
0: Nothing. No, no, I, I do. I um. I mean, ah, huh, yeah, <clears throat> it's tough. It's what I kind of saw, foresaw, foresaw, foreseen, foreseen, foresaw happening, foresaw happening. <laughs> it's what I foresaw happening. Um, you know, I, I had a bad feeling the 49ers were going to blow you guys out, uh, just because really if they get an early lead, um, you know, yeah, it's, but not in that manner, right? Like that was a crazy.
1: Circumstance where they had the ball for like the entire first half because well, of, yeah,
0: I did. I obviously didn't predict a three game and game. out and then a fumble. The <laughs> and then it was like over, but no, I mean, uh, I did see some things this week. Urban wants to have Visca in the backfield for a few plays mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. up, and yeah, you got to try other stuff because it ain't working, man. Yeah, it's got to be a lot more short plays. Um, that's that's what needs to be happening. Uh, you know, the 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 Pittsburgh Steeler offense, right? That's yeah. what I that's what I want to see. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I agree with you. It's hard to evaluate your offense. I can't really evaluate anything about it. At least James Robinson got a late touchdown for fantasy purposes, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but it was, you know, it was not a fun game to watch and, no. uh, I didn't watch most of it. So, I mean, it was probably good. It was probably fun for 49ers fans. It, oh my God. Also Baxter, Baxter Hill. Look, (laughs) I want to maybe I'll say your full name. You say just my first name, I'll say your full name. Okay. John Baxter. Um, So you have been an avid fan of Kyle Shanahan. I love Kyle. But what I did not realize is that the entire city of Jacksonville apparently is avid fans of Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers because it was a red sea at that stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were cuts to the stands. And I was like, is this a 49ers home game? It yeah. was, I, I don't think, I mean, look, the Steelers travel well and the Patriots travel well because of their success and the Chiefs travel well because of their success, blah, blah, blah. But it was I mean, pretty crazy. This, this was crazy. I don't, I've hmm. never seen, I don't think I've ever seen that. I, I, I'm curious what the percentage ended up being. And plus the red is such a strong color, but yeah. like it was. Especially against teal. Everywhere, it's it was, very noticeable. It was nuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of 49ers fans, but I mean, that's what happens when your team is one like.
0: Yeah, but I'm like, who? Who the hell are the seven games 49 fans in Jacksonville, Florida? <laughs> Three years. Yeah. It, I mean,
1: one of the reasons why I'm saying it's like impossible to evaluate is a lot of Jaguars Twitter this week and last week is is all about firing the offensive coordinator, and it's just. You're not a good football team. It, it doesn't matter who's your offensive coordinator when if you if if I were to ask you who are the top five players that played in that game, you're probably gonna name at least four 49ers before you even would consider a Jaguar at five. Like you if you're have such a talent disparity, it doesn't matter who you have. Calling plays, your team's bad, and then you can't execute.
0: Yeah, sorry, I was pausing because my dog is chugging water next to me. I didn't want to pick the the mic to pick that up. I don't hear. (laughs) Um. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's I it, I don't know. (laughs) It's
1: just it's it's hard. There's not really much. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if they fired Darrell Bevel, but
0: I don't feel like that is the issue. The issue is that you have, well, I mean, you don't have good I mean, football. Next, on the players. other hand, though, we've had so many complaints about him. And well, the play calling, I should say, right? We're like use sure. James Robinson more four weeks before they started use James Robinson more. Use play action more four weeks before they. Start, you know, it's that type of thing. Yeah. I mean, but... I've uh, had issues with it and there's been a lot of like, hey, let's have all our routes go ten to fifteen yards. So I feel like they need to try something else. Yeah. Um I understand. And what that's you're why and, yeah, and that's why I'm saying I wouldn't like I wouldn't shed a tear
1: if he got fired, because I don't think that he's necessarily the best offensive coordinator, but I don't think I think a lot of the sentiment that I've been seeing is if we had a different offensive coordinator, our offense would be different. Our offense would be explosive or scoring points and i just don't think that just switching your offensive coordinator is going to do too much for you the the third down play where they went three and out on the first drive i went back and i watched it and i watched it from the all 22 so i could actually see from above to see the other routes because you, you you only see the route that trevor threw which was the deep ball to john brown that went out of bounds which was right. stupid There are three other people that ran routes all covered all no separation john brown was literally trevor picked the best person
0: to throw well, the that's ball why to we want to see and that right and it's, it's that's terrible. why we, we want the behind the quarterback right. camera right because it's, it's easy to blame the quarterback when or they're like or the play the call. tight coverage when you look and they do this sometimes though right and i i love it when they do do it and they're mm-hmm. like they zoom out into the secondary and they're, they replay the play and they're like these guys, look at all these guys covered. Blah, 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 they're all and, covered. Yeah. And that's, I wish college commentators did that more often because mm. that's important context to know what Trevor Arturo, the quarterback, is, is looking at. Right. Um, I, I'm not surprised, right? You have, I think it was one of the worst wide receiving cores in the league right now on PFA. Several. And there's getting no separation. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, the play calls are just not creative enough. I feel like, um, yeah. to try to manufacture some separation. Uh, I, apparently my guess is that we were trying to run more pick plays <laughs> and, uh, we kept yeah. getting a call for offensive pass interference, but you know, I'd like to see that more from you guys.
1: Right. Um, and, do and the they ran
0: them a couple like the, the fumble,
1: the fumble by Visca.
0: Yeah, that was a good play. It was That's a great play. I mean, and then he fumbled the ball like that. It
1: like good. it was a great play call. It was creative. Daryl Bevel was the one who called that play. And then Visca fumbles the ball. They come out after halftime and Marvin Jones runs a route. That's like a 12 to 15 yard in cutting route. And Trevor hits him in the numbers and he just drops the ball. You could have gotten an explosive play right off the start, right off the jump. And instead you're at second and 10 and second and 10 instead of first and 15 or first and 10 after a 15 yard game. It's just like, it's not going to get better until they get better players. So they I just I would like to see them scheme up. I'd like to see them be more creative, but at the at the end of the day, I don't know at this point how much that's actually going to help. Uh defense got pretty hurt throughout this game. Several players went out. And a lot of the secondary Andre Cisco got to play a little bit. And they just I mean uh, you I, like you were saying for the Dolphins can't really fault them for much when they're out on the field for ninety percent of of a half.
0: Yeah, I don't... There's some some stupid penalties. Um, too sure.
1: Yeah, I mean Rashawn Jenkins, the the first drive should have been over three times. They had a false start that kept the drive going on that first drive. They had defensive holding in the secondary by Rayshon Jenkins that kept the drive alive and then Rayshon open, open hand slapped somebody keep a drive to to get ejected and keep a drive alive I think that was actually not the
0: first drive I think that was like the second or third drive but they were they there were a lot of costly penalties by the defense on yeah third down and there was another one uh in the red zone that it was like rough in the passer hmm. there was like offsetting penalties but one was just a personal foul rough in the passer so it right. led to a first down and um you could have held them to a field goal there so yeah it was some some bad penalties too sure
1: yeah bad penalties by the defense you're right but i mean they played okay they had a whole bunch of injuries so i mean they're a bad football team as we've been saying and they can't afford to lose the people at the top of their roster because those players are not particularly great Let's get into these previews, Casey. Um I say your name too much.
0: I say it too much. John Baxter uh, Hill, it is
1: okay, man. I'm the third. John Baxter Hill the third. Okay. Panthers. <laughs> I'm Dolphins. Sorry, you want
0: me to extend your name?
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Dolphins, two point favorite. I only put plus two in there. One o'clock kick. Injury report. I'm looking. I'm looking. Davion Nixon. Went to IR. He's expected return is week 12. These are the Carolina Panthers injuries, by the way. Deontay Brown. Thanks. He went to IR. I don't... Sam Darnold is still on IR. Did you know that, Casey? There's not a whole... They don't have a whole bunch of injuries, I'm going to be honest with you, as I'm looking through this, of, of players of note.
0: No, I can't think of anyone, honestly, that...
1: So here we are, the Dolphins. This human being who I don't know is Trill Williams. Does he matter, Casey?
0: <laughs> no, he's a he is uh down on the depth chart and uh cornerback. So
1: no. Adam Shaheen is out for week twelve with an entry. Yes,
0: you're gonna see more um uh, long. Uh hopefully at tight end position. Uh, Malcolm
1: first. Brown is out.
0: Yeah, we picked and, up the woodsy. I doubt he's playing this week.
1: Yeah, probably not. And whoa. When did Michael
0: Dieter go on IR? There you go. There he is. The man, the legend. All right. (laughs) Will Fuller, I think, is also still out. I haven't heard anything about him. Um, Devontae Parker is out as well. Um, I don't even see Devontae Parker on here. Two is good to go. (laughs) Way down there. You're doing a great job in the injury report, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, two is good. He's going to play. Devontae Parker, he was way down there. And Will Fuller is also still on IR. They have not brought him back up to practice yet, I believe. All right. Let's do our key matchups, which for the Dolphins offense. We're doing it again. We're running it back, Casey. Tua. That's all that matters.
0: Yeah, I um look the the um past couple defenses you know, Ravens defense are decent. Jets' defense is hit or miss. Um, <clears throat> Panthers' defense has the ability to be electric. Um, you know they they've added some pieces. Uh, the great C.J. Henderson, uh, Stephon Gilmore. Some would say is even better. Uh, C.J. Henderson's
1: been a healthy scratch.
0: He that check <laughs>
1: That
0: check <out>. um, <laughs> That trade. Yeah. Well when you get Stephon Gilmore after you're like, oh okay, yeah, you're not gonna play buddy. Um <clears throat> so it will be hard to get points, I foresee for our offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think that look our offensive line's still gonna struggle and it's not gonna be like the Washington football team last week where they were able to extend plays to lead to, you know, longer drives, and that's kinda what was happening. With our offensive line, there's no ability to extend plays. So, um, you know, I'm hoping that Tua can have some magic and Gaskin and Waddle and our skill position players can also have some ma- magic and we can get some points that way. But honestly, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, you haven't said this yet, but our our uh, positional matchup there is our defensive ends against Cam. And look, we we handled Cam pretty well, especially the second game last year um so luckily we understand and we know the quarterback we saw him twice last year uh i do think that we can i mean i would like to see the same type of thing that we did against Lamar um i think that would make things interesting of course the the bad part about it is that they have better skill position players than the ravens they have McCaffrey and DJ Moore that we have to deal with plus Robbie Anderson and you know i think that they have some some players that are going to get open quicker uh you know so it's i mean it's hard to believe that they're they're so bad uh but you gotta hope that cam is cam and if we maintain if we get cam this main stay in the pocket that's what i want you know i don't want him extending plays and being able to run the ball um get him in the pocket make him throw because that's his weakness right now he doesn't have the arm that he did before and inaccuracy will be key here but we need our defense to kind of um, probably score some points on their own, but um, at least get some turnovers to make our offense in good good field position and things like that. Uh, so I think, honestly, that's the key to win this game is our defense.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean at this point with the Dolphins' offense, it it's kind of it is what it is. I don't think that we're gonna see anything super different from them going forward. They're gonna they're gonna. Take the short passes. They're going to attempt to utilize a run game, and is going to take a couple of shots a game and just have to make sure that we minimize the mistakes. Don't throw turnovers, but take the shot when it's there and get rid of the ball as fast as you can so that you you don't get killed. But yeah, this is definitely going to be one of those defensive battles. You are correct. Uh, Panthers defense has been sneaky, really good all season. And the Dolphins defense, obviously is a defense that can play with anybody and with flores being able to utilize that cover zero blitz and being able to use it more effectively than any other team can in the league it's something that you have to kind of game plan for and i it should be i think this should be a tight game and it'll be a nice old school defensive style game you just don't want to let cam get onto the outside rushing. Like we're talking about keeping him contained and Christian McCaffrey Holland versus McCaffrey. That's my matchup. I'm excited to watch. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm.
1: You got anything else on this game? Casey? Uh,
0: no, look, if we have any chance to make the playoffs, we need to win this game. Mm-hmm. It's the bottom line. Um, you know, we have a bye week coming up. So this is a big one because, then we have a another three easy games out of the bye. So if we win this; anything is possible. All right, let's pick it. <sighs> yeah, I've been back and forth. Um, I, I think I like the Dolphins D against Cam because I saw that last year, and it went well. Um right home i like dolphins
1: i am with you dolphins win so dolphins cover yeah i mean dolphins win dolphins cover i think cam we both have kind of felt like he's kind of on the downside of his career and he's getting to the point where now where he's gonna have to be throwing the ball more and being more active in the offense. And it will be interesting to see if we see some of those inaccuracies from cam come back. And if you're going to miss guys against the, the dolphins corners, they will pick the ball off and they can take it back and score at any point in time. So that would be something that I'm looking out for, for this game. All right. Up next. The Falcons. All right. The Jaguars, the Jaguars are. Inexplicably a two point favorite. And I'm sure that all eyes what?
0: will be on that game. And the Jags uh, are a two point favorite. Wow, that's flopped a lot since I put money on it.
1: <laughs> it was they were a one point favorite the last time that I looked at it before that.
0: Alright. Carry on.
1: Okay. Uh Calvin Ridley, non football injury. Um is not playing week 12. Their punter is on the COVID list. Cordell Patterson has been limited on practice. He's questionable. Jonathan Bullard, Kendall Sheffield, both out for this game. No, Falcons, are, two point,
0: Falcons are the two point favorite.
1: Falcons, Falcons are the min- two point favorite? Falcons
0: minus two right now. Okay. What would you say for Panthers? I thought you texted me this. You're like, hey, we're both underdogs at home falcons are a two-point favorite no. and are our two and a half point favorite right now
1: oh okay well then the lines change hey thanks kfc so yeah dolphins <laughs> win and beat that money line awesome cool sorry uh okay none of those none of those matter let's see here for the jag shaq griffin is out Jay Tufele is still on IR. Jamal Agnew is out for the season with that devastating hip injury. Linder probably will is going to be a game time decision as well as James O'Shaughnessy. All right. Our key matchups for this one for the Jags. I picked the Jags pass catchers as we were just talking about versus the Falcons secondary other than AJ Terrell, who's fifth in coverage right now, the Falcons ranked 26th in coverage and the Jags rank dead last in receiving. Uh, the other people who are not being covered by AJ Terrell need to find a way to get open for Trevor, it, it, be it scheme or be it just win a route. Like the the Falcons are not a good defense. If you cannot find a way to get open against these guys, then I just like that. There, there's no hope. No hope, I say.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I, I. I'm curious what they do with Visca in the backfield. I. Uh, I kind of want to see. You know, what that. What that looks like. He settled yeah. in to play more slot last week too. So. Sure. Finally. We're, yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah. Give me. Give me shorter routes. Give me. Um. Give me some creativity. Give me some motion, things like that. Uh, Because it ain't working what you have so far. Uh, You cannot on the other side, you cannot have a big deficit, right? It's so hard for your team to come back from that, you know, an ideal world. James Robinson is touching at least 20 times. And so I think that, you know, that's key too. Um, So hopefully we, we see that because you guys are not so far behind that you have to resort to the past so quickly, Sure, but um yeah even but it, when it, the passing game does come around you know fast action win. motions creativity
1: yeah they are they are last in the league in, in motion um pre snap and during snap they are they run motion the least amount of any team in the league which is devastating to me i it bothers me to no end but i mean what i'm trying to i guess what i'm trying to say is yeah They've got to utilize James Robinson. They've got to do the game plan that we've been telling them that they need to do every week. But when if if they can't get open against guys who are as bad as they are, that's probably the best way to way to put it. Then I just like if they can't beat the Falcons, then and there's just might as well just start signing some more guys off the street. Maybe even a couple of homeless guys in Jacksonville might be able to catch some, catch some passes better than what, what they're putting out there if they, can't, if they can't win against some of these Falcons secondary players.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh,
1: and then also for the defensive side, I'm looking at the Jags pass rush that's been coming on in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they're currently 19th, but they've been better and better as we've been going through the season versus the Falcons pass block, which is currently 27th. This is uh, this is honestly my my key to the Jags winning the game. They gotta get to Ryan early and affect him. Uh Matt Ryan, not necessarily a, a spry human being. And the O-line's not playing not playing well. So the best way is for our defense to give our offense as many chances, as many bites at the apple as they possibly can by getting turnovers or causing three and outs and and getting sacks on Matt Ryan and making them have longer towns and distances. And that's pretty much the only way that I see that the Jags are going to be able to win this game is if their pass rush can win in this game.
0: Yeah, look, that Falcons offense is terrible. Now, granted, they did not have Cordell Patterson last week, and I think he's back this week. So mm-hmm. he's not back? No. He's um,
1: questionable, and I the Jaguar coaches said that they were preparing like he was going to be there. And then I, one of, one of the Jaguar, Jaguar reporters said that Arthur Smith was, seemed very noncommittal about Patterson being back. And even if he is, he's going to be pretty limited.
0: Yeah. He's just, um, he's just another tool that really, I feel like opens up the offense Mm -hmm. because they don't really have a running game otherwise. And he's kind of that, you know, um, multifaceted guy that could be running back or wide receiver, but um you know you again, you look at that offense, you expect them to be better than they are, of course, they don't have Ridley now, um but you know this is not the Matt Ryan of old, um you know instead of throwing right. uh you know one or two picks, he now throws three or four, and he's he's just not as good as he used to be yeah. um throwing for three hundred yards and losing by fifteen so uh, you know, he's losing by 30 now and he's terrible. But beside that, I think that you guys can win this game because he's terrible. <laughs> Matt Ryan, terrible. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> Never liked the guy. He's you probably not... best friends with Aaron. <laughs>
1: <Ooh>. <laughs> he he did talk about how important it is to be vaccinated though the other day. All right.
0: What's... Matt Ryan or Aaron Rodgers?
1: Matt Ryan. <laughs> Let's pick this game. S- somehow Falcons are a two point favorite.
0: Yeah. Um, so I, I when I bet it, it was at one point, and I put money on the Falcons of Atlanta.
1: That's just sorry. okay. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh I, I want. I do not want the Jaguars to end the season with two wins. And this is this one. And there's two other games remaining on the schedule that are opportunities for them to win. So I'm going to put my spirit into this one. I'm going to give them uh, uh, my faith. And I am going to
0: pick. Harry. that's a lot. That's a lot of faith right there.
1: I'm going to pick the Jaguars to win this football game, please don't let me down. I am not gonna get my spirits up. I promise you. But if there is an if there is a game on the schedule left for them to win, this is one of the three remaining. Go get that W. All right, we're skipping the game this week because we are. Uh, you know, it's it's the holiday time, and okay, um, I'm we'll gonna
0: go- I'm gonna hit. Three things I'm thankful for in 30 seconds. Ready? Okay. Thankful for microwaves. Okay. A lot of leftovers. Got to heat that stuff up. Sure. Oven takes too long. Love the microwave. Uh-huh. Thankful for the Thanksgiving broadcast schedule. Parade, dog show, three football games. You can't go wrong with that. Okay. Thankful for Javon Holland and Jalen Waddle. They've been a delight to watch. You know, this year's been rough for Dolphins fans, but good God, they're great to watch. And those are the three things I'm thankful for.
1: Casey, I'm I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful that the Jaguars found their quarterback of the future, and I'm thankful for you, Casey. You know, I'm thankful. Who, who are you thankful
0: for? Say yeah. it one
1: more time for the friends it's at home. I'm thankful for you, Casey. I'm thankful I'm that thankful I for have you,
0: John Baxter third. I,
1: I have, I have. I don't talk. Surprisingly, I don't talk a lot about football with other people, mostly because I don't trust their intelligence and i'm a little bit of a psychopath and i don't want to try and have a conversation with somebody and for them to look at me like i'm a crazy person so it's nice to have somebody that i got a little bunch in common with that i can text and talk to about football because my wife absolutely refuses to do it (laughs) all right that was a quick game now everybody's favorite segment casey's casino corner he's scrambling everybody he's scrambling
0: let's hit it off the top because i'm just pulling up my notes my man so i have all three of them in front of me oh hey Um, uh since i already mentioned it i'm gonna say it again and that is i like the falcons over the Jaguars. They're at minus two now. That's fine. I got them at minus one. Uh, I just do not like anything I'm seeing from the Jaguars. I see mm. the Falcons mm. bouncing back from their pitiful performance against the Patriots. I don't think they're as bad as we saw there. I think they're often score some points, and the Jags are facing injuries, and that offense is not looking great. I have a, huge concerns about that. I just think the Falcons are just generally a better team than the Jaguars. Um, and so in a basically a toss-up game, less than a field goal game, you you choose the team that is is you know you think is going to win the game. Um, I know you don't take that. I'm not with yeah. you on that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next one. Uh, I am going to do the Patriots. They are currently minus seven over the Titans. When I bet it, of course we're doing this late in the week. When I bet it was minus six and a half, it's looked better and better as the week has gone on because they have no one's starting for them i'm pretty sure it is literally the homeless people in jacksonville that are starting for them and in the wide receiving core because literally everyone's out baxter and uh they're cutting running back the titans. Like, what exactly are you going to start if you're cutting yeah. people like adrian peterson um so patriots jeremy home, mcnichols patriots at home minus six and a half favorites over the titans or even minus seven it's fine i think
1: okay yeah i'm very concerned about the titans they
0: I nailed the Texans pick last week over the Titans. I had a plus 11. They literally won outright. That's nuts. They just did not look good. And the Patriots have been so good on defense. I can't see the Titans really scoring any points. (laughs) There have been a couple of times in my life where I
1: have said an injured player, because of how important they are, should win MVP Derrick Henry this year for MVP that team is now trash they could yep. they can they can just be out of all of our he's, lives because there's so much worse without Derrick Henry it's yeah, stark
0: it's all crazy right. it's crazy um <clears throat> last one I have the Minnesota Vikings plus three over the San Francisco 49ers I feel like I'm betting a San Francisco 49ers game every single week the yeah. four against I don't know which one I'm gonna do this week it's against um look if the Vikings are getting three points in a game, you take the three points or more because guess what? The Vikings are going that's to be a in game. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And if they lose by three, I get the money back. You know what I mean? So that's why I like the Vikings plus three over the 49ers. I don't think the 49ers are as good as these past two weeks they have looked. I think that, you know, you can't really take much from last week's game against the Jags. The Minnesota Vikings are starting to look better. They just beat the Green Bay Packers who are a team that – is at at that point the best team in the NFC. Um and so uh you know I think that the Vikings are on a bit of a roll. Uh they beat the Chargers and the Packers back-to-back weeks, they continue that streak against the 49ers and 49ers are terrible at home too.
1: I like the 49ers momentum. I like what they've got going on. Uh I'm going to I'm going to take the 49ers.
0: Uh, outright on this one. Well, 49ers minus three is what you would be taking? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it. Let's That's it. it. Under 45 minutes, let's do it, Baxter. All
1: right. Happy Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Thank you all for listening from the bottom of our hearts. We greatly appreciate it. And we will be back next week with a full supersized possibly even episode don't forget to rate and subscribe on apple Podcasts. for us if you would be so kind you can find and follow us at surf and artificial turf all one word on twitter you can also email us at that same thing surf and artificial turf at gmail.com thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you all next week on the surf and artificial turf podcast